Yeah, good morning. This is Izzy Kempi for breakfast. I know Izzy, of course, he's over in France. I know Louis because, uh, you know, the... Uh, the Prince of Christchurch doesn't work uh, on Mondays, uh, and uh, but it is uh, it's me and Kempi, Ricardo and Kempi. Uh, Kempi, uh, you're not in the studio either, bro. I'm the I'm, I'm, I'm the only one at work at the moment, pretty much. <laughs> you are, mate. You're the you're the evergreen Ricardo Ball that always uh, gets the job done. And now you're dead right, mate. Is he? Um, he's up in the south of France doing some work with Bravo, so he'll be off for the next month. Um, and it's me and you, Ricardo, uh, wrapping out the Mondays. And what a Monday it is, mate. I don't know if you got to see the game last night, but uh, the Warriors pulled one from the ages, a game that they should never have won, being down 26 points uh, to 12 at half time, but coming out and absolutely running a clinic. And Sean Johnson, with 40, 30 seconds to go, it was actually, had a chance to win it, kicks it from 40 metres out, uh, five metres to the right-hand side of the post, and everyone in New Zealand has tried to jump back on the Warriors train, which is uh, four from five, and they're going real good. I have to put my hand up, Kempi. have to put my hand up. I uh, was out doing family stuff yesterday, up at, visiting mum and dad up in Walkworth, and, that, and then got back home and thought, right, need to watch the Warriors. Put the Warriors on. My daughter was in my ear. Can we watch a movie? Can we watch a movie? Can we? I was like, nah, got to watch this, got to watch this for work. 20 nil. I was like, what movie do you want to watch? <laughs> and that, and that's, what, that's what I ducked out, bro. Yeah, look, I, and I think a lot of people may have ducked out too. They had a couple of chances in that uh, late in the second half to go 30 points ahead. Mm. Uh, Jesse Ramiam held one ball up. He should have passed it to Katoi, who was in untouched, and then right on full time, they put a little kick through, and he's picked it up and pulled down a metre. And I think that desperation from the Warriors was really... Uh, telling come the later part of the game because one thing that got the Cronulla Sharks and that was the Warriors fitness they done a job on the middle they struggled in the first half uh, the change of the bench from Cronulla when they came on didn't uh, keep the momentum going when they lost Rudolph when they lost uh, Hamlin Uwale and of course uh, uh, Furnikin who went, he ended up going off uh, with a sinbin for dropping on the back of I think it was uh, Adam Fen- oh, it was Jazz Tavaga's legs it really was a costly mistake uh, for the Cronulla Sharks. It didn't look like they were going to lose that game in the first half, but it's been the tale of the of the Warriors this year, Ricardo. You know, like they've 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 dug in and they've held in um, for eighty minutes of the game, which has always been a bit of an issue. And they got the job done. And doesn't Sean Johnson look good? Seriously, but- he's put on a couple of he's put on a couple of passes. He's kicked that winning goal. It was always going to be a Nico Hines Sean Johnson job, and Sean got the chocolates. What chance? If he keeps up this sort of form, Sean Johnson, do you think that the Warriors offer him an extension? Well, you'd you'd have to say that uh, depending on whether or not Sean wants to run around in this competition, I haven't a you know you're getting to that stage of the competition uh, five you know, into your fifth round, you know, a couple of couple of weeks from now, and you'll really get a a good look at what's happening. You know, the last couple of weeks, the Dolphins have have fallen off the. Um, the rails, you've got, you know, teams still struggling down the bottom like Parramatta and the Cowboys. These teams that continue to win are starting to define their season. And in a couple of weeks' time, you'll uh, you'll make your mind up on, on what you think the eight will be. And I think at the moment, when you're looking at Brisbane and the Warriors sitting first and second, well, you've got to pay the compliment to both sides because they do look like genuine threats to the competition this year. Um, but, you know... The question about do they offer Sean Johnson another contract? Well, he's he's 
in the top two premier halfbacks in the competition currently. He's, his form has been spot on for five weeks. Uh, you know, it's a long competition, so you don't get too excited too early because you've still got to, to go through, you know, big periods of football for, for the rest of the year. But, you know, Ricardo, you never say never when a player's playing like that. You know what I mean? Um, and if the Warriors, one of the, one of the positions are really hard to, to lock in is a marquee halfback. You know, if you think Volk, Volkman's probably going to take that um, title off Johnson next year, well, I don't think that kid's ready just yet. So maybe they they think about whether or not Johnson plays further part in 2024. But at the moment, the focus is 2023. And, mm. and Andrew Webster's keeping their feet on the ground. That was a fantastic win last night. And along with Sammy Hewitt, we're calling on SENZ. Uh, Sammy had a little bit of a cold, mate, but you couldn't tell he was so excited after that one. <laughs> I bet, mate, I bet. It was interesting because I, I uh, heard Blake Ashford was on uh, the run home on Friday. And uh, he was asked about why do you think Sean Johnson is uh, playing so well. And he said, well, you know, I remember my last season when I decided it was my last season. He said, I was just happy to play every week. Because, you know, and he goes, so there was a there was that you could see the end coming and you were just enjoying it and it was kind of back to that love of why you started playing the game. And so the pressure was off because you knew what was ha- coming up uh, and you just went out and enjoyed yourself. And he reckons that might be part of what's happening with SJ. Yeah, and it's and it's a really good analogy too, you know, like when the when the I guess the acid's off and you know that you're just going out there and enjoy um football, it sort of kicks in that I I you know, I can't talk of it myself because I never retired on the back of playing football because uh, I was coaching at the same time, but I know a lot of players that knew that at the end of the year when their when their season is over that they're hanging up the boots and they're moving on to to other pastures in their life. And, you know, that might be a really good analogy from Blake saying that Sean's actually enjoying himself, you know. Like, if you looked at the, the comments he made post-game, which were was, which was spot on, uh, just the way he's carrying himself around, he's really, really happy with his form at the moment. You know, there's there's no reason why he doesn't decide to go out on his own terms. And I think I think when a, with a player of that calibre, when, you, when you're a player of that calibre, it's really important to go out for the right reasons and, uh, you know, not drag yourself through, I guess, a memory that people are always going to have and that form's really poor. You know, if he retired last year, people will remember, will remember Sean for all the wrong reasons. Mm. You know, this is the type of form that you really want to consider. Is it worthwhile going around again? I don't want to be talking about retirement yet because there's still a long way of the season to go. But, you know, raising the question, um, the ball's right back in Sean's court. You know, and I was one of those people that called him out last year, maybe looking at retiring. Um, you know, his form was down. The, the the club's form was down. They were struggling on the on the road with COVID. But like the breakers, you know, and this is the this is the difference. And I think one of the the biggest points that we can make is the resilience that they built through COVID on the road. The breakers showed us what they could do. Well, the Warriors are emulating it, and to go over there and win that game, it's the third, the only the third time. Um, in their history that they've got four from five. 2003, 2018 being the last two times, Ricardo. Um, now, both those years, they, they went on and, and done some good things, you know. So you don't take the stats too lightly. I think getting that win at the Shire is one of the hardest places to win a football. We saw that in the first half of football. Uh, but, you know, they stepped up and they've done what Andrew Webster's drilled into them is just hung in the game and in the end, 
it was a it was a boxing match where they were knocked down three or four times and got up off the canvas and have delivered a blow to knock Cronulla out. So people people that are looking at the six week eight week window are now starting to go. Actually, this is starting to look real. Well, particularly so, when you look at what they've got next, right? I mean, got got the Knights this week, uh, and I know that you know the Knights are, have started to turn. They've actually looked better without Kalen Ponga. They got that draw uh, with with Manly uh, last weekend. They beat who did they beat last weekend? Was it the Titans they beat last weekend? Um, so they won't be pushovers. But you would expect on former Warriors to win that. Yeah, look, they've they've got a they've got a really hard team, um, a hard draw. The Warriors, you know, they. They've done real well to get through these first five games with four wins. You know, with the Knights away next week, they're going okay with a, with a couple of wins under their belt. And then, of course, they go up to the Cowboys who are struggling. You know, so top four side last year, can't get a win. They get beaten in Golden Point last night by the Bulldogs. And then they start coming up the, against the two teams that are really going to be fighting it out, I think, for them in the eight, which is the Roosters, the Panthers, and then back to the Bulldogs, which was a real battle um, just last week. So... It's they've got a pretty hard draw. I'm, I'm trying to make the point here, home and away. What's really good of, of, about this Warriors team this year is that the win away is really important. You know, build a fortress at home. We, me and Izzy talked about it last week. If you can build a fortress at home and win those games at home, then when you get these ones like that against Cronulla away, then you're a serious threat. You know, so I, look, I, I don't really. I was starting to think about it last night. I don't think Brisbane's scared of anyone. I think Penrith are beatable. I think Sydney City are getting better. But the Warriors, I think everyone's starting to look over their shoulder and going, hang on. Like, we were expecting the wheels to fall off, and they're just not. And I've got to put that down to Andrew Webster's preparation in the offseason. They ran over the top of Cronulla in the end. I was saying to Sammy last night in the, in the commentary, they're the fitter team. They're coming home. They just got to hang in there. An error's going to an error's going to happen. They just got to you know get to the end of their sets of six. The rain's coming down, and an error will happen. And what happened? They got the penalty. They got the sin bin. Sean kicks it to win it. Even though um, Nico Hines stepped up and had a chance to draw it, the Warriors they finished better in that last twenty minutes. The look on Nico Hines' face when he missed the penalty and he realised they'd lost that game was priceless. Um, a couple of texts come through on the Temper Bedpost text machine, double eight, double three. Morena, lads, up the Warriors. Best game I've seen by the Warriors in so long. Kempi, where do you see Luke Metcalf coming back and will he ride the pine? Well, look, I think Luke Metcalf is a is a great little acquisition and, and another good player to come back in the side. He looked real good in the off-season. Um, and I think that's another reason why Sean's form is at the top of his game because he knows that Luke Metcalf will come back in and he'll slot into that half um, position with Tamari Martin if he need, if needs be. And, and that's another part of this Warriors side that uh, Andrew Webster has built, is that he's built it around players knowing that they have to be in form Otherwise, he'll make the change. You know, like with Volkman, a coach would be thinking during the week, well, am I going to put Ronald Volkman in the side? Okay, he struggled in the first half. They go down that right side, get a couple of easy tries, two, three tries down that right side. It looks like the wheels have fallen off the decision with Volkman is a poor one. You know, and, and later on in the game, which is what I thought should have happened earlier, he put Dylan Walker into that 5-8 position. He ended up the game there and closed it out. But it just goes to show you that Andrew Webster isn't afraid to put people in positions if need be. And Volkman's decision yesterday showed you that. So the same thing will happen with players coming back. The best part about that, Ricardo, there was no Toru Harris, there was no Mitch Barnett, there was mm. no Tamari Martin. 
You know what I mean? So you're looking at effort. You're looking at consistency of effort over the 80 minutes and, and that belief. Well, I think out of, out of everything last night, the biggest thing they got out of it was effort and belief. You know, if we put the effort in, we'll hang in the games. Man, let's start believing that we are a team that's hard to beat. And once you start getting that stuff and blokes start smiling, look out. It's dangerous. Another another text uh, coming through here from Sam saying, I don't know if this is Sam Hewitt or another Sam, but uh, Kempe, forget about retirement. When do we start talking about the Dally M? Unreal for SJ. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Sam, but there's 400 Sams at SENZ, so it could be anyone. could be anyone. Uh well, I think he's right up there in the mix. I think if you look at the clutch plays that he's he's put on over the first five weeks, he's right there. It's a little bit early to be calling um, for Dally M, but I think he's in the mix. And if he can continue this form throughout the year, I won't be surprised. Not at all. Um, Lammy's just come through with awesome to be a Warriors fan. Chris is asking, how long have we got Webster for? Please don't do a Cleary. Well, it's, you know, I don't, look... Well, things are going well, as you as you know, Ricardo. Uh, contracts will be signed, extensions will be be signed, and I think one of the most important parts, you know, we said a couple of weeks ago, it felt a little bit like two thousand and one when another redhead walked into the club and changed things, which was which was Daniel Anderson, and I think with um, with with Webster here, he's brought along a, a, an attitude, a culture, a rebuild on a side that had been struggling for. For, for many years um, that everyone's starting to enjoy. So I can guarantee you that the CEO, the owner, are looking at Andrew Webster and thinking, how do we build a team around him to make sure this guy's happy and he's going to stay here? Because it's not whether or not they sign him, it's whether or not another club's looking in going, well, how do we get him? So, you know, it's all about, you know, moving your, moving your pieces into the right part of the chessboard uh, that game will be played out, but he looks like he's happy here, Web- Webby. If you looked in the into the coach's box last night, especially when they drew um, within two points of the Cronulla Sharks, he's jumping around. He's real excited. So, yeah, I, look, I don't know what he's signed for. We'll have a chat chat to him eventually about that. But at the moment, he w- he wouldn't even talk. He wouldn't even entertain that conversation because all he wants to do is show up and and play good week in week out.